Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans, it's time for war! are live in the ER Evolution Radio Network. Um, Sean might be getting here a little bit later, but in the meantime, I am your host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, along with my wonderful co-host. The reason why this could never, ever, ever be a bag of dicks. Chaotic Katie, Sean is off buying a brand new pair of kinky boots and will join us when he gets here. Yeah, kinky boots. Mm. I wonder kinky if they'll be... I wonder if there'll be a pair that Cindy Lauper wore before. Right? Yeah. <laughs> They're nice, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, unfortunately, uh, while we're live on the air, our uh, good friend uh, Priscilla Kelly will uh, be also on the air because her match in the uh, May Young Classic against Yana Parazzo uh, will be in the... Uh, Opening of uh, of the round, but at least you can watch that on demand, so you can catch that. You can catch that later on. So, but anyway, anyway, uh, we titled this show. Sometimes we talk too much, and we actually did talk too much last night, and we got carried away and did not say one word. Well, except for criticizing Raw, but we didn't talk about Raw, nor did we Not talk really. about SmackDown Live. Not really. So, yeah. So let's so let's kind of go ahead and let's get started with that. Um, now, uh, last night Raw or Monday night Raw was uh, over in Nolens, Nolens, Nola, for those that uh, are rough. Uh, familiar with the abbreviation and of course mm-hmm. uh, uh 
Monday was Renee Young's first full-time official date as a as the full-time Raw announcer, and so uh, she got uh, welcomed, and then uh, the evil trio of the current Raw Tag Team Champions, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, come out along with the monster Braun Strowman. And so they start uh, coming in and uh, talking and talking trash about the shield, put uh, put video in mm-hmm. and that and then um, and then uh, Strowman calls out, well, let's see. Um, <clears throat> so Ziggler calls Reigns a coward. Says that's the only reason that uh, he's still holding on to the title. Um, and then McIntyre gets gets his shot on it, and then uh, out uh, you hear that uh, familiar phonetic spelling that uh, means the shield is coming, and so mm-hmm. they. Charlie. Uh, yeah, Sierra. Sierra Hotel Echo, India, Lima Delta. Okay, yeah. My, my dad, my dad was a ham radio operator for mo, for my entire life, so I am used to. A bit. I'm used to the phonetic alphabet. I've done a little CB radio in my time. My uncle, my uncle used to be a trucker. Oh, I did that too. I, I did that. I did that fun. too. It was fun, and and also. Oh yeah. If, if you're from Pickering, Ontario, there's a total uh, CB radio family. Well, there was when I was a kid. So, yeah. Yeah. It was all well, right. That's it. I mean, you know, nowadays with cell phones and mm-hmm. oh, computers and all that stuff, CB, is, CB is dead. CB mm-hmm. is dead. So, which is too bad. So... You get so you get uh, so you get the uh, shield coming out and uh, they get into a uh, brawl, um, but this time the shield was ready because they did not come unarmed. They had axe handles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of a they, sudden, out, out came the shuffle bag, out came the axe handles, and out came the boys. Yep, yep. I enjoyed that. Or out went the boys, because uh, they were getting yeah. beat up. Um, so then you uh, so then you see um, a uh, pre-tape of the Bellas arriving and um, getting a... Uh, little uh, view of their dressing room which had been vandalized by the riot squad and then um, oh I'm a big fan I'm a big fan of Ruby Riot I love her you can say whatever the hell you want about her but she's come a long way Um, if you go back and watch her uh, her upcoming you'd see it she's come a as long away as anybody else. Oh has. yeah, from and yeah, from her I independent days here in the Midwest. Yeah. And that to yeah. uh now it's I she's mean it's, it's amazing. 
it's amazing how you know how much this how much this young woman has improved and she was and she oh, was great. good and she was good back then so yeah, she's, um, she's incredible she's incredible and she's gotten a lot better and and i mean I'm going to say it over and over and over again. Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan, Sarah Logan. Oh, I'll you, I, I, I brag about that. Okay. I oh, brag yeah. About it and I don't care what anybody has to oh, say. Yeah. I knew her when. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm, when she, awesome. when she was, when she was running around, uh, stapling, stapling girls in the goodies over in Scotland. <laughs> Literally, that's what Stapling. she did. What, what for matches? She, uh, she had, she had well, a Stapling saber gun. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> which, of course, you know, at the time, at the time, she was, uh, oh, uh, living with Madman Pondo, and so she kind of took a little bit of his uh, hardcore style, and oh so which included, which included staple guns. We had a girl when I was living downtown. We had a girl, Mohawk Sue. I love you, girl. She she would walk up to you, and if you were a guy, she'd hit you just above your balls and, and ask you if you've seen your cookie crackers. Okay? Or, or with a girl, right in the baby maker. She didn't care. So, so when I hear that, all I can think of is Sue. Sue was nuts. Sue would dive down from a tree on the suits and tell them to lighten up. She was just... She was nuts. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Six feet tall and about three feet wide, pure muscle. She was nuts. She was just crazy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so. That's what it was. Oh, oh, gosh. So, so anyway, so then uh, after, after we get uh, back from commercial, we've got we got boring Corbin. Mm-hmm. With the, I hate you know, Corbin. Yeah. Um, you know, threatening to threatening to arrest them again, and that tells yeah. him to you know toss the weapons down. He wants to you know, he wants to you know have them competing on law, not running around destroying everything. And then from there we go to. Um, Nikki Bella against Ruby Riot. I and enjoyed that. So that that was that, that was a pretty, that was a pretty good match. Um, Nikki uh, comes with the uh, Rack Attack 2.0 to uh, get the win. Um, then we get the uh, Connor's Cure commercial. Then uh, <laughs> then from there we get. Uh, AOP and uh, and Rockstar Maverick. Yeah. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, and uh, they and they completely destroyed two jobbers. Indeed, they did. A couple of guys. Indeed, yeah. they did. Not not that, you know, not that their not that their names matter, but. Uh, they were they Ronnie might, Ace, eh? Nathan Bradley. <clears throat> well, they might. They, 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 they could matter something one day. 
all they all they all they were was in the immortal words of Taz, just another victim. Just another victim, kid. Yep. Yep. And then you uh get uh get the limo and Triple H comes out and then he does he does his uh his spiel where he talks where he talks about uh, Undertaker who yes we found out he will be at Raw next Monday. So can't wait. Can't yep. wait to lose my voice again. Yep. Undertaker will yep. be at Raw next week. Yeah. So um so then you get uh so then you uh from there um we see the uh you know fake cops out to you know make sure that the shield oh, the fake they look faker than fake, okay? Those cops were so faking McFakington, it wasn't even funny, all right? They looked worse than the rent the cops from the Eaton Center. Okay? They, yeah. They just yeah, they, they, they look terrible, yeah, I mean, but that I mean, wasn't I mean, the, the part that I liked the most. The one guy had a full beard. You know, I'm sorry, yeah. but uh, you know, police officers are not allowed to wear full beards. So. Yeah. yeah but the best, the best was when you got out into the hallway and the sheriff is standing out there. The bald yeah. sheriff. Is standing out there waiting for the boys, and Amber just starts talking yeah. to him normally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, and then, that's and then, yeah. And then you see is and Amber says to him, he "Goes well, if I'm ever in any trouble, I guess I can call you, huh?" And just the look on his face was brilliant. And then yes. they give you they give you a really quick, but they give you a close up of the sheriff's badge. And if you look at it, it says Ambrose G. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and they did look alike. So you never know. <clears throat> I asked yeah. the cops in my yeah. family, why can't he? Exactly, exactly. So but uh yep. anyway from there we get uh um the broad tag team champions, uh Ziggler and McIntyre against the B team. B team, B team, go, go, go. B team, B team, B team, B team, blow, blow, blow. <laughs> well, okay. I I, I, right. I wanted I, to bring this up. Like, oh. Yeah, go I ahead. I like the B team too. I I really like the B team. I have nothing bad to say about the B team except this, and it's not bad, people. It really isn't. What the hell happened? Is is that what Bray wanted to do? Drop his belt to his brother and give him a little push, and so there was no push left to give, and then they're just gonna dwindle down to where they were again. Is that what's happening with them? And what's going on with Bray? Is he going to be repackaged like we thought last time? And all of a sudden he was woken? Or, you know, like, I I was enjoying how the B team is being used. I really was. And now I just don't right. see much of a future for them. I really, really don't. Now, and I that, mean, that I, yeah, you're right. Good. You're right. I mean, I think, I think what's happened is they have played their part now. Um, and they have transitioned 
from yeah. them to you know to uh, you know which I'm still surprised to this day why it's Ziegler and McIntyre why didn't why didn't they go to the revival you know that's what I don't get. Um, um, Ziggy probably bitched. You never know. But the revival, knows? I agree. I agree with you. The, the revival had stood a good chance. They put up a good fight. They are a good team. So why not give them a chance? Give them a push. Well, they yeah, deserve. I mean, push. they are. They're they a great really team. They are. They are. I mean, they are to me. You know, when they when they say you know no feet just fists. As their as their motto yeah. in that, um, you know, these guys are throwback. They're no slouch. They are no slouch. I mean, and and I'm ta- and I'm actually I'm actually talking throwback Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher. Oh my! Not just for Horsemen. Because oh, wow. you know, Dick the Bruiser, hey, Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher weren't ones that <coughs> did a lot of fancy holds and maneuvers and that type of stuff. They were the originators Ground of pound. what Dusty, yeah, what Dusty would call clubbering. Four businesses on one back, if you will. If you will. Um, I miss you, Dream. I really do. I was just telling yeah. someone today I'm in the Dream, um, and I missed him the most while I was watching All In. Yeah, and I know I know my boys cried because they told me they cried. So yeah, I cried yeah. right along with you. I miss the dream. I yep. really do. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, so, I'm gonna cry. Uh, <laughs> all right. So Ziggler McIntyre win, and uh, and the Shield come in and attack them, and then you got then you got bo- then you got boring Corbin. Yelling at Am- Rollins and Ambrose, and uh, says yeah. he's going to have to remember again. what he said. And yeah. that, and then Rollins says, "Hey, you know what? Uh, no, you're not. Uh, here, meet the meet the uh, meet the sheriff." And yeah, that's when the they sheriff, met the sheriff, and and the sheriff, and the sheriff and the sheriff arrests Corbin. Yeah, that's right. Corbin got arrested. Starts to read him as right, and that, and then, and then goes, and then goes uh, from there. Oh, to can't we, can't we settle this, you know, some other way, and all of that, and then, and then that, and then that's when we get that whole bit uh, of uh, the, you know, outside the office door afterwards, and that, and that's when we see. See his name tag. Yes, you get to see his name tag, and it says Ambrose, right there. Yeah, here's tag. Exactly. Now we see yeah, what's friend, at the top. Because yeah, my my friend Ashley looked at me. She goes, "You saw the name tag, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I saw it, baby. I saw it. I thought that was pretty slick. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, that was slick. that was that was that was that was really good. That was really good. Yeah. Um, then, then you get uh, then you get Kevin Owens um, absolutely demolishing Tyler Breeze. Never even officially started the match, 
And then Owens gets on the mic, says, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do, oh, that's okay. And so now his quote-unquote job is that he can beat the crap out of anybody, and it's, you know, it's not his fault. He can't get in trouble. And, of course, Owens. Oh, shit. It's not his fault. He's doing his job. He's doing his job. And so, of course, then it it all rolls back into uh, Bobby Lashley, and Lashley's uh, taking out of uh, Sami Zayn. And so... Then from there we get uh, the uh, videos first off of uh, H.A. Styles <clears throat> talking about his uh, about uh, about him and uh, how personal it is now with uh, with Joe and then Joe his storybook. Yeah, what the hell was with the storybook bullshit? Okay, like seriously, Joe. That was more than overly creepy. Yes, it was. That's the whole point. It was designed to be overly creepy. It overly, oh. like, like seriously. Okay, if you watch The Simpsons, there was, there was this one part in The Simpsons where, where Chris Walken, Christopher Walken read Goodnight Moon. It was creepy okay. like that. Okay? I'll have, to, I'll have to watch that. I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched yeah. a Simpsons episode <laughs> I don't know how long. I, 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 just, I used to, get your, used to get watch your Chris Walken reading Goodnight yeah. Moon, okay? Oh, I could picture oh, that. God, it's that, frightening. Now you're going to make me look. Now you're going to make me look that up after after we go off the air tonight. So, um, good. <laughs> and then, and then from there. Um, Bobby Roode and annoying Chad Gable job out the ascension again. Mm-hmm. Those four guys can't catch a break. No, they can't, and it's just starting to remind me of double Brooklyn Brawler. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. That's Sean, what it reminds me. Of. Just I just got a message from Sean. He'll just, uh, get in as soon as he can. Okay. Um, yeah, he's he's being sized for his kinky boots just now. He told us that he's he's put his full feet in the mold to have them sized properly so he can pick them up next week when they're made. So yeah, Sean yep. will be here momentarily. Yep. So. Oh yes. Oh, my, my friend, my friend's just looking at me. Ashley, if you were late, we get to make fun of you incessantly until you show up, and. You'll never know what it is because we will not tell you. You have to go listen to it your own self, but we will not tell you that we were doing it. But you know we were. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I love you, Sean. <laughs> all right. And then, and then, from, and then from there, um, and then from there, we get uh, – um, a uh you know, we get Rhonda and uh Natty doing warm ups for their for their match. Um yep. 
then uh, oh, and then we get then we get uh, Ziggy and uh, McIntyre yelling at uh, at boring Corbin, and Corbin tells them, "Hey, well, you guys are going to be defending the title Sunday against the Two Thirds and Shields," and uh, then. And he tells Strowman, Steph, he wants him to take that uh, universal title on Sunday. So from there, we then go to uh, Ronda Rousey and uh, Natty against uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Pretty good, pretty good match. Um, Ronda, I tell you what, Ronda sells like a fiend. Rhonda. Oh, God, yes. Rhonda, she is a, Rhonda, a phenomenal woman. Rhonda, just and I'm and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right out, and I know I'm gonna get some heat from a few people for this, but oh, oh, oh. I legitimately I legitimately believe what I am about to say. Rhonda Rousey sells like Ricky Morton. She is that good. Yeah. I'll give that. I'll give her that. Ricky Morton was an excellent salesman. They see that. You see, that's, that's the way I am. Okay. You can be the biggest name you want to be. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Ricky, the dragon steamboat, um, anybody, if you can't sell or refuse to sell, why are you in the ring? I don't understand why you're in the ring. You're there to help exactly. each other and to put each other over, not just your own yeah. self. Because I see Bingo. a lot of no self sometimes, right? It's not what you're there for. You're there to put each other yep. over, not just your own self. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's how so I feel. we get. Yep. So. Um, so excellent. So excellent. Uh, Match uh, Ronda wins. Ronda wins with the uh, armbar on Mickey, and then when uh, yeah. they're getting their hands raised, Alexa comes in, kicks Ronda right in the ribs, and she drops. Like, drops. You know, like no, like nobody's business, and that. Um, Then, uh, then you get, uh, then you get, who wants to puke on Elias? On Elias. Oh, my and, God, I almost did. <clears throat> yep. And then Actually, from there. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I was feeling quite from, ill last night, so. Oh, yeah. And then from there. <laughs> Elias gets interrupted, which seems to be becoming a habit for Elias, <coughs> by Mick Foley. Yeah. And, of course, uh, Mick was there because Monday night was also the um, 20th anniversary of... Of his tooth going up his, his nose. Classic, yeah, of his tooth going up his nose. And him looking right. at the camera and smiling, right? With that tooth in his that's, nose. I don't care who you are. That's that's badass hardcore. 
Okay, that's badassery right there. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also a guy. It's also a guy that was uh, that had a I major a concussion and didn't know what the heck he was doing at the moment. I have a question regarding McFoley and his uh, missing parts. How did he lose his ear? Okay. How did the he ear? Because I don't know. In Germany. Um, he did. Okay. In fact, it was a match against Vader. God rest his soul. Um, Vader. And, Vader. And he did. And he did the bit. And he'd done this, you know, hundreds of times before, where he got his head tied up between between the top and middle rope. Well. Yeah. Well, in fact, there's okay. actually there's actually a video out there. Some fan um, actually got actually got the video, and he and and what happens is his ear, which was already cauliflowered, oh, rubbed up against that against that rope, and it just it was just it was that the cartilage was that uh, far off and fragile that it just broke off. Oh, so so Vader comes down and and Pop goes the weasel. No, Vader didn't do a thing. It all it oh, all happened in, in the ropes. It all happened with Mick tied up in the ropes. Mick tied up in the ropes. Okay, all right. I understand. Holy shit! In fact, wow. um, in fact, in fact, <laughs> it's in fact wild because um, within the video you see a uh, a photographer who. Picks up that hunk of Mick's ear and goes and runs it back to the dressing room. Okay, so Mick doesn't have an ear. Is that what we're saying here? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't have you know the outer part like you know what we okay. what we used to are used to. He obviously, I mean, the the oh ear hole and the inside yeah, parts I, I are there. That part, yeah. He just doesn't. He just doesn't have the uh, the outer piece that, uh, oh, like, like, piece. All, yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, actually most of the outer oh my part God. of the Oh, my shit. Does he have at least the bottom lobe? Yes, that he does have. Okay. He's still wear earrings. Okay. All right. Not that he'd want to or that he ever has, but. Yeah. So oh, come on, he he did so. He had an earring on on the right side. He used to wear it on the right side. I remember he used to have a hoop. Yes, he did. Well, that was I a clip on. That would have been that would have been clip, clip on. on what have? What have? What have? <laughs> well, God bless you, Mick oh. Foley. God bless. <laughs> so, so during that so during that segment, Mick Foley announces that he will be the special referee for yeah. the Hell in a Cell match between Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. Braun Strowman and Roman Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> just imagine the fuck I'm just imagining the fuckery right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously Mick's gonna be involved in the match somehow. That's that's a given. Yeah. Um Okay. No, I'm imagining yeah. all of it. Not, not even his. Just in general. Yeah. Just, yeah, I can smell it. 
<laughs> it's sick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Then, then from uh, from that after after that uh, after that commercial, we come back to Finn Balor facing off against Elias. Um, decent, decent, basic match. Um, Finn Balor, of course, gets the win. Um, mm-hmm. Then there, we get a video of uh, Bobby Lashley in the gym, and yeah, he's got a new tag along. Yeah, what the hell is yeah? yeah. Leo Rush. Okay, all right. About now, I'm calling him a mini Titus O'Neil. Okay, that's what he reminds me of. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. As, let's put it this way. I I wa- I watch him doing live videos on Instagram, and mm-hmm. he's going on Instagram as he was on Monday night. He is a, a great mouthpiece. Like better than just while well, he's up there with Slick. Slick was mouthy too. So was Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But of course, you know, he's got the he's got the skills and that. You know, I mean, he's, he's he's a good worker. He's a good worker. Um. So. So then, from there, uh, we get uh, we get Braun join at Charlie Caruso and. Um, and then uh, from there we get uh, the brawl between um, Strowman and Reigns, where um, where Reigns still drops um, Strowman through the stage, and that was and that was how that all went. Now, uh, but again, I mean, to, it was not. To me, anything major in terms of getting a pay-per-view over the week before. So, you know, that's that's what that's what gets that's what gets me right there. Oh shoot! I forgot to remind Becca. Sunday is uh, <laughs> telling the cell. No, my girlfriend decided she was going to make plans to go to her mom's for dinner for SummerSlam. Oh my God, was that not? So, all right, all right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. How about um. Why don't we go ahead? Let's take let's take a little let's take a little break, and then uh, after we come okay. back from that, we'll go ahead and we'll talk SmackDown Live. So All right. you are you are in the ER listening to Wrestling Authority Radio. This is war. War. See you shortly. You got something? 
play. Yeah, I got something. I can't. Uh, <laughs> why am I? Uh, All right. My, yeah. I can't, there we go. All right. There we go. <laughs>
Well, I can show you how. All you have to do is dial one nine seven six R A S S L E R. That's one nine seven six Rassler. I'll teach you the ins and outs, the ups and downs, everything you need so that you can just explode onto the wrestling scene. Just remember that number. It's one nine seven six R A S S L E R. That's one nine seven six Rassler. Make sure you call today. Calls to 1976 Wrestler are $29.95 per second. All major credit cards are accepted. So if you want to become a professional wrestler, make sure you call that number today. Oh, God, I can't breathe. Oh, God. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm okay now. I need some water. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna do take tubes on you next. <laughs> Come on, man! I'm drinking something. Come on. <laughs> oh, I barely get it in my mouth. You know. <laughs> hey. Yo. Spit takes are classic in comedy. So, <laughs> boy, got her, got her, got her. Which good see that answer. That's all, all within just the same time. My gosh. Oh my god! All right, maintain, maintain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and then, and then Three, your friend says, and then, and then I say, I just get the water in my mouth, and then your friend says, that's what she said, and that's what set me off even more. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> okay, so, and, so anyway, um, now we start off with the uh, um, SmackDown Live uh, starts out with uh, with Jeff Hardy coming in and uh, cutting a uh, promo on on uh, Randy Orton for Sunday, and then uh, and then from there he's going to finally finish off Shinsuke Nakamura, and then from there he's going to straight from he's going straight to hell. And so yeah, then Nakamura. I mean, that was the whole thing. Haven't we seen enough of Jeff and Shinsuke? Shinsuke and Jeff, well, Jeff and Shinsuke. The whole, the whole over, point was Jeff. to end that so they could go ahead and um, continue the uh, cycle with Orton. Because, of mm. course, yeah, we get where we get where it looks like uh, um, that uh, we're going to get uh, Nakamura finally getting taken out mm-hmm. but then uh, but then uh, of course uh, Randy Orton comes comes to the ring and he ta- and he takes Jeff out just as he's getting ready to uh, finish Nakamura off with the Swanton and so so then from there we go to a uh, 
Miss and Marie segment. Um, yeah, we had to. And where, yeah, where, of course, Miss says that uh, um, Brian can't handle his own battle, so he sends his wife in to fight for him, and that. Mm-hmm. He's got nothing to say where that's concerned. And then, and then we get, uh, and then we get the rerun of the uh, AJ Styles Empty Arena interview, and then from there, um, Charlotte Flair against Sonya Deville, and according to what uh, they said on the commentary prior to this, Sonya was. A bit ticked off because Charlotte was referring to this as a warm-up match for Sunday. Well, now not taking her seriously, and so they get you know you get it you get a real good back and forth match between the two of them. Uh, you know, I definitely I definitely like Sonya Deville. I think that um, they're. Very well, maybe some sort of title run in like her, her future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she. I mean, she's. She is. She is legit. I mean, you know, got the got, got the, the MMA look, background, the all, all of that, yep. and she definitely. She definitely is a is a good performer. Oh, her and her and Mandy as a pair. Right. Yeah, right. I'm not too big on Mandy Rose. I'll, I'll say that right now. Never have been. Yeah. And then afterwards, the as afterwards, when Charlotte you know, is posing with some fans at ringside, she suddenly gets attacked by a fan who suddenly takes off her hooded sweatshirt and her black wig, and it's Becky Lynch. And kudos, kudos to whoever in the WWE costuming department came up with that because I mean, seriously, yeah, I mean, seriously, until she pulled the wig off, you couldn't tell. And that wig was really good. So, so then, so then from there. You have the uh, done better than done better than Peggy Sue ever was. I tell you. Yep. Then from there, you have uh, Samoa Joe reading "Good Night, Good Night, AJ." <laughs> and then, uh, and then, and then, uh, and then Becky comes. You know, as Becky comes to the back, she um, goes ahead and takes a. Uh, Oh, quick little uh, sound bite that uh, says she's going to, you know, go ahead and take take her title back. She she would she would break Charlotte's arm, but she's going to wait till after she wins the title. Um, and then from and then from there, uh, the new day back at their own announce tape. And then, and uh, which then cuts to Sheamus and Cesaro talking before their match, and 
intrepid reporter Kramer Kingsman. And that was that was hilarious. Kofi <laughs> is an absolute riot. I love I love Kofi to death. Kofi Oh, I love him. Does I mean the three of them do comedy like nobody's business, but Kofi is just really He's hilarious. He is. He is. I mean, he's he's really the lead comic of that of that group. Okay. And then from there, you get Rusev Day against the Bar. And I definitely, I like I like this match very very much. Um, this I enjoyed was, it too. It was a good match. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, you know, the bar definitely has their has their oh has their tag act down to a science, and that and um, Rusev and English are really I'm really starting to come into their own. Um, it's one it's one of the things I uh, heard a uh, shoot interview. With uh, Simon Gotch, who of course is uh, Aiden's old tag partner with the Blood Villains, and he says mm-hmm. that Aiden is a lot better. And I and I will say this too, you know, with what little time I actually yeah. worked with him here in Chicago, um, that um, he's got he's got more. Than he's than he's letting on and showing. He doesn't want to doesn't want to give WWE everything. And God says, hey, he's he's smart that way. So, but um, definitely definitely really really good. Um, and of course, uh, after about ooh, about a maybe twenty minute match, uh, Rusev Day. Wins, um, and of course, Lana's celebrating at ringside, and then they and then they go over to the side by the announce tables, and they start, uh, oh, putting the trash talk on uh, on the new day, and that, and mm-hmm. then from there we get. Andrade Cien Almas, who was with Selena Vega, and which I I give I give her very I give her a lot of credit for going ahead and working last night. Um, a lot of people right. might not know this, but Selena Vega, real name Thea Trinidad, <clears throat> is basically a nine eleven victim. Her father was killed in the World Trade Center. So, so, you know, for her to come out and go ahead and work that day is just 
17 yep. years or not. Yeah. Well, I I give her I give her a ton of credit for doing that. I mean, I I don't I don't know and I'll. I mean, I I worked I worked my shoot job uh, on the anniversary. Well, I from the second anniversary of my of my late wife's passing, and mm-hmm. that, uh, and after that, still I got hurt and re- had to retire and that, but still. Uh, but uh, you know. That one, I, I like I say, I, I give I give her a ton of credit. Uh, but the two, but uh, of course, uh, almost was the wrestler, and she was the side piece. Coming, coming, the oddest combination that I can possibly imagine. Our two accompanied. By Carmella. Yeah. Again. The Oompa Loompa. Yeah. And our truth. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, this whole thing with them being part of the Mixed Mask Challenge and that as a team is highly unusual. I mean, it's, very highly unusual because at it's, first, it's, as the storyline was going, he thought that little big. Okay, because at one point he thought that he was supposed to have a match with her, and now all of a sudden they're teaming and pairing up. Yeah, it's right. Just highly well, regular. Well, yeah, but but what but what it looks like is, and from after the uh, um, bit the week before with. Um, Ty Dillinger, he's Al. He's he's not he's not crazy. He just knows he just knows how to how to play the game and get what he wants, which is a main event match. Um, now this time, of course. Uh, he winds up. He winds up losing. Almost uh, getting the victory, <clears throat> and then we get a uh, um, a bit with uh, Oscar, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, um, that bit was awesome. That's funny. Oscar, yeah, Oscar didn't like the iconics, and I can't, I can't understand the accent. I can't understand their accent. I could, I you know you think about it. Japanese, Japanese still like girl cats in a blender. Telling Japanese girl saying she can't understand two Australians. <laughs> well, and then and then of course uh, that uh, leads to Naomi coming in and. From there, um, you know, it looks like they start to uh, partner up, and then, um, and then we get to 
and this one, I this one just I I was not I was not happy with this bit. Um, the Maurice Brebella non-match. Oh, I mean. Yeah, that that was kind of pathetic. I, I understand. I understand your. I understand you're putting over the you know the mixed match for Sunday, but you know, yeah. I, I, I think it, I think you know if anything, have a straight match between Brian and Miz, and then get the women involved. Go to a go to a go to a, a four way brawl, and pull apart and from there. But it was what it was. So, yeah, I thought it was. Know. I thought all in all, it was a waste of time. Well, it was it was ten times better than what Raw was on Monday. So, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think what I'm going to go ahead and we're going to um, take another take another uh, quick one quick break, and from there we'll uh, go ahead and go to some wrestling news. So, uh, hang tight. Uh, you're listening to War Wrestling Authority Radio on the Evolution
professional wrestling. Entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticket events in the area. Bringing the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook for more information. Central Illinois Pro Wrestling. And that was Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and his song Spiriters and the song, and I really, really like it, and I have to look it up. It's called Driving Rain. Welcome back to Wrestling Authority Radio on the ER. Not song, like not song Spiriters, like so Conspirators. Conspirators. Well, I got, like, both of you told me, and I didn't know which was which, so <clears throat> on you. <clears throat> Hey, Damn my you got there. <laughs> Guys, well, never, they never trust anything Sean types. You know I type correctly. But but he knows that if he types it, he, I'm going to read it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Just like I'm the one that loaded the song in the studio. I know what it is. <laughs> well, you just can't type it. You just can't type it. it. <laughs> Hold on Darn. a minute, guys. I'm having some connection issues. Okay. How is going on with this? Check your wires. Yeah, check your wires. <laughs> so. Check, check, check. Check out my love melody. So, all right, well, um, all right, so we, we've, uh, we met, we mentioned a little bit, um, in the, uh, in the write-up on this, um, thing right here at, um, there's some, there's some, uh, situations concerning Vince McMahon, Possibly playing a little hardball, or at least trying to with Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Yeah, because of course everybody everybody knows that um, Ring of Honor New Japan is going to be uh, running a joint show um, at Madison Square Garden on WrestleMania week. Well, let's, at least that's what the that's what the current situation is. Well, um, this McMahon, who um, a couple of days ago it was announced that uh, WWE was um, looking at a. Uh, different type of venue for uh, some of the activities 
during WrestleMania week, and they were actually looking at uh, Lincoln Center. Now, for those who are not uh, cultured, pinkies up. Um, My pinkies are always up. Lincoln Center houses the New York Philharmonic, the Metropolitan Opera, the New York Ballet, basically other types of classical theater. And so so WWE is um, was apparently the other day looking at that. Well, it seems that um, this is going to, and, and of course, yeah, like I say, we're talking about the uh, Ring of Honor New Japan combined show at Madison Square Garden. Well, um, this is going to have a meeting with the officials at Madison Square Garden next week to, quote-unquote, discuss different options. Now, does that mean Vince is going to try and throw a bunch of cash at Madison Square Garden to get them to cancel the joint ROH New Japan show. Oh. I don't know. It's oh. a, it's a, it's, I yeah. don't know. Because, yeah, it has pretty much always been a McMahon affair over Right. Although, although really, since Vince went nationwide, um, he has not used Madison Square Garden a lot. Um, in fact, actually, um, Madison Square Garden really, you know, from people and I've and I have um, heard this from <clears throat> friends of mine who, of course, worked for WWE back in the day, like Kenny Patera, Tatanka, Bundy, guys like, and Sneaky, guys like that, that the Garden really, ooh, excuse me, is not the, really the best place in the world to hold a wrestling show. While the arena is good size and that, it's still, there's, you know, I mean, you can't park in there. In fact, in fact, the way the boys are, they tend to actually go ahead um, and when they, and when they get done with their matches, will sometimes still in their gear lugging their bags, run up, hail a taxi and get and get the heck out of there and get to the hotel. <clears throat> because 
it's a madhouse when you get there. It's an even bigger madhouse when you leave after the main event. But yes, it is. Yes, it is. But for you know, but for whatever reason, you know, Vince doesn't obviously like the fact that uh, somebody else is getting in his building. And so that's yeah, that's a, that's an in, that's an interesting little uh little situation we'll have to Vince, you have enough you have enough money if you want Madison Square Garden, go buy it. Yeah. Well, um actually because well in fact actually no, I don't know if he still does, but uh according to uh Tim Hornbaker's book Death of the Territories, which here we go, cheap plug. Tim Hornbaker, next Tuesday night, right here on the Evolution Radio Network, the very night that uh, Death of the Territories comes out for sale. And you can win a copy. Oh, tell them how. You have to, you have to, well, no, you're going to have to, you're going to have to be here and be listening Tuesday night. To find out how. Well, All we can tell you is it's going to be a call-in contest. You must oh, call you in. You gave it away. You gave it away, Sean. No, away, I, I said that last yeah, night. I said that it was a call contest. Yeah, did. We're not announcing anything more than that. It's a call contest. And then, of course, and of course, on a week from tonight. The world's most dangerous announcer, Gary Michael Capetta, will be joining I us. Wait. I can't wait. Yep. Yep. Um, and so Chris Jericho um, was on Busted Open Radio on Sirius, on Sirius XM. And yes. uh, he talked about uh, the possibility of working a... Uh, um, a G1 Supercard. Wow! And this is what, uh, yeah. Well, I thought it was beneath wait, them. What, this is well. Here's what he said. If there's a match that's presented to me that's interesting, and I'm and if I'm free, why not? And then this last statement is is the real kicker, and this is one that this may be him hinting about his future within within the business. He says, I'm really kind of enjoying this free agency. I notice. So in other words in other words, does this mean, folks, he's not coming back to WWE ever again? Again. Yes. But that is a that is a very very interesting um, quote right there. So yeah, I'm, well, he likes being a free agent. Can you blame the man? He can go wherever he wants. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I. Go anywhere I, 
I don't I don't blame to him at all. So I don't blame um, him. I don't blame him at all. Yeah. I I don't I don't either. I don't either. So um Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, also, apparently, there might be some uh, line blurring between between reality and uh, and storyline. Okay. All right, with who? Between Randy Rhodes and Tamatonga. This oh. over over who over who is actually has the bullet club. Okay. Oh shit. Um, now uh it's now now this runs off here this is this is a tweet that um first off Tongo wrote this. Um because there's a feud between Bullet Club and uh, OG Bullet Club, um, right? Okay. And so, uh, kind of so like Tonga's LAX and uh, oh, what the hell are they called? The OGs. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes. So he goes. Um, <clears throat> who is you? You wrestle. Watch me as I demolish your team step by step. I am Bullet Club, and Bullet Club belongs to New Japan, not ROH or anyone else. And oh, then, really? and then, so Brandy replies, "Oh, Tama, are we pretending you don't like all of my pics on Instagram? All right, then." Oh, and uh, and uh, put the kissy face emoji next to it. And then. And then, which to which Tonga replies, "Ew, you're the one that replied to my ew. tweet. I don't ew." And just wait, there, there's a there's a good follow up to that. Okay, you're the one that replied to my tweet. I don't even follow you on here. What makes you think I'd follow you on Instagram? Who is you again? Are you even in Bullet Who Club? You? I don't even see your name on the New Japan roster. Um. And then. And then, um, so to which Brandy replied, I stopped listening when you said you in reference to me. And uh-huh. then uh, put a little gif uh, below that. Um, and it just, and, and it, and it, and it just keeps, and it goes, and it goes on and on. I mean, to, I mean, and here's and here's the thing. Um, is, and well, thing is this, it has it has sparked a backlash on uh, on Instagram by by Tamatonga's fans against Brandy Rose, and they are. I mean, and honestly, I mean, and they're calling her. All sorts of, you know, really nasty things. 
Well, that's the way wrestling fans are. We had that situation with Eric that you know about that we talked about with him calling Ronda Rousey a tranny and all of that. That's the way wrestling fans are these days. You know, that's it's disgusting. You know, especially you know when you get superstar Billy Graham doing it. You know, like it wasn't okay back in your day. What makes you think it's okay now that there's social media? It just really makes me ill. Because social media has allowed it for anybody that can get on the computer to be able to type up whatever the hell they want. That's why you have people like. That's why you have people like Joey Eastman and his band of circle jerking clan and all of them. Mhm. I mean that's that's just yep. the way it is. It sucks, it's but that's the way it is. Some things will never change. There are always going to be haters in the wrestling business. Oh yeah. I believe that yep. wrestling's real. I believe. That needs to be one of our ads. I believe. Now that now that's, a, that's a that's uh, a that's a blue collar comedy. You a, yeah, you should open it with color comedy mark? tour uh, finishing bit. I believe. I believe. And and yeah, if you and if you've Larry. never seen any of any of the blue collar comedy tour, there's bits, something wrong with you. You got yeah, you got you got to watch that. This this is some that's some hilarious stuff. I <clears throat> In fact, in fact, um, let's see here. Yeah, I love it. Still, actually, oh, no, still no, have uh, have that have that clip. Nope, we don't. Ah, uh, we want that one. Oh shit! We, we used to have Larry. We used to have Larry the Cable Guy going. Well, that right there is funny. I don't care who you are. I say it all the time. I don't care who you are. That there was funny. <laughs> yeah, I said all yeah. the time. So, uh, now, Cody, now Cody, Cody was on the uh, on the Jim Ross podcast, and uh, he and he talked about what he would do differently um, for All In Two, and. This is and this is what he said. He said, "I also learned I wanted to do every single thing with this show. I wanted to do payroll. I wanted to know elements of production. I wanted to know how many chairs were in the union catering room. Just next time, I don't need to know all that stuff. I also learned you are only <laughs> as good as the team around you, and we've discovered some new teammates over the course of the weekend. So." Yeah, it definitely sounds like there's an all-in two in the works, and I hope so. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, and he's talking about, oh, okay, now that we've got it, uh, and I understand. Um, you know, I'll let I'll let people, other people handle handle that. Which I think is which I think is awesome. You know, he had he had a great team of people. Um I don't remember if we had mentioned this or not. Um but uh but we have uh but we found but uh 
we found out that uh, DDP worked the worked that event for free. He was not going to take a dime. Yeah. From from Cody. Was that? Was awesome. So. And all right. Such did as well. That is awesome. Yeah. Now earlier to now earlier today. Um, I found this on Instagram and I and I passed it along to to uh to these two monkeys. Um somebody found and leaked a copy of the call sheet for evolution. Oh shoot. And if and if this is accurate, um, which is what it looks like, uh guys Seriously, they should be pushing this thing to the moon already because that because the match listings on here are just amazing. Um, if what we have here at which is at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, which is on Long Island, if this is accurate, here is. Here is the lineup for Evolution. First match is set to be Rhea Ripley versus Jenny versus Killer Kelly versus Dakota Kai for the NXT UK Women's Championship. Sounds sick. Then there's going to be some sort of special announce segment. <clears throat> then Carmella will do a talk show segment with Ladies of Glow. And obviously, I'm going to make that assumption, and I think we all can, that uh, we're talking about the Netflix Glow Girls at the original. I would hope so. Well, why not? I mean, you know, hey, hey, the Glow Girls were the precursors, and one of theirs is the WWE Hall of Famer, so... um, Then, then the fourth will be a six-woman tag. The fourth segment will be a six-woman tag with the Riot Squad versus Sasha Banks, Bailey, and speaking of Glow, Ivory. Oh, nice. Yes. And we have and spoiler alert, folks. If you don't want to know. Who is going to be in the May in the final May Young Classic? Ultras for the next three seconds. The May Young Classic 2018 finale: Tony Storm versus Lo Shirai or Io Shirai. Ooh, I love Tony Storm. I really, really love her. She's Me too. awesome. Um, I like her little hat. <laughs> then the next thing will be a uh, 20 women battle royal with the winner facing Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. Yeah. The next match. That's going to be incredible. Asuka, the next match, Asuka versus Ember Moon. Following that, and this is another shocker, folks. Get ready for this one. If this is all legit, 
this is got this one this one is going to blow the doors off of your house right now. Naomi versus Molina. What? Yep, that's versus what it Molina. says. Right in black and white, Naomi versus Molina. Molina, 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 and 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 John Morrison and and coming under the ropes doing the split and yes. stuff. Molina. Yes. Yes, that Molina. Ah. Molina is in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now I've seen it all. I read. I read that. I'm absolutely shocked. I'm in total shock. Um. And then, uh, and then a uh, legend, and then a definite legends match: Mickey James versus Lita. Mickey James and Lita together yep. again. Yep. Then uh, Kyrie Sane versus the winner of the Battle Royal for the NXT Women's Championship, and they don't have that listed as to who that will be. Um. Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. Um, That's going to be awesome. Trish and Alexa Bliss. Oh, my God. Get ready for this one. Okay. The teaming alone will blow you away. And And when you find out what it's for, which is probably what the special announcement segment is all about, Alicia Fox and Kelly Kelly versus the Iconics versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Beth Phoenix and Natalia for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Bell? Yes, yes. So the rumors are apparently true. There is a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship title. And that will be, the inaugural champions will be decided at Evolution. Following that will be Becky Lynch against Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The main event, Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Wow. Nikki Bella and who? And Ronda Rousey. Nikki Bella and Rousey. Oh, which wow. obviously shot already tells you, which obviously tells you now what's going to happen on Sunday. So, spoiler alert there. But WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, Molina going to be there. Um, Kelly Kelly will be there. Yes, Kelly Kelly, Beth Phoenix. Um, 
Now, what's going to be interesting in that Carmella section, <coughs> will What is that noise? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Is it gone? Okay. Because, of course, Kia Stevens, a.k.a. Awesome Kong, a.k.a. Karma, who left WWE and left them high and dry. Hmm. I don't know. It will be it will be interesting to see what happens there. And the winner of Best Wrestling T-Shirt of the Year goes to former guest of the show, Jordan Grace. Show me your DMs T-Shirt featuring real DMs from Volume 1 of DMs of a Female Indie Wrestler. Rated R. Yes, she is actually taking DMs from those creepy fans and posted them on a shirt and sold it. Oh my God! Okay, you wow. got all right. Talk to talk to Jordan. We got to get her on anniversary so she can talk about this. And here I thought it was uh, here I thought it was Joel Gertner's new shirt, <laughs> which can also be purchased at ProWrestlingTees dot com. Joel Gertner's new shirt on one side has. The word quintessential stud muffin. And in the center of that is the neck collar with the bow tie that, of course, Joel is known for wearing. And on the other side are the words, well, well, well. <laughs> And then, Iron Sheik on Instagram today. Oh, my gosh, Sheiky. Posted, posted up a picture of the Power Rangers with the caption, Go, go, Power Rangers. Go, go, F, F yourself. They never sold out the Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Morphin uh. Power. Rangers. Mighty Morphine Power Strangers. Yes. I will I will I will break your back and make you humble. <laughs> oh my god, that I Shiki is still Oh what I I mean he's still he's still got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. You should have, you should have, you should have, you should have hung out with him back in the day. I mean, yeah, he oh, was messed I up because he was doing because he was doing the cocaine and he was doing the alcohol and that and um, the cheeseburgers, right? But 
He was a lot. He was a fun guy. I thought he was a fun guy. I mean, when he was when he was straight, when he was sober, oh my gosh, he was he was the life of the party. Absolute barrel of laughs, Al. And I never minded taking the beat down from Cheeky because I know right? he always always took great care of me in the ring. I thought. Oh. So, Kaz, love you, brother. I miss hanging out with you. You always, you know, you always were the best. You always treated me with the utmost of respect, even when even when you were stomping on me in the middle of the ring. Oh, my gosh. The Priscilla Kelly is on May Young Classic tonight. Yes, she was. Really? Yes. Yes, she was. Wow. Yay, yeah. more guests. More yep. guests going to WWE. <coughs> WWE. WWE. WWE instead of WCW. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, You can just stop. You need to stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, just, you need to you stop. Can. It's not funny. So, it's not funny. Um, now, somebody else who I worked with uh, many years ago, um, Jazz, has, uh, who is currently, yeah, there is actually an NWA World's Women's Champion, and it is her, um, was uh, interviewed by Women's Wrestling Weekly. Now, currently, Jazz <coughs> Um, now, but she made a very interesting comment, and oh. this is this is yeah. Um, to when uh, she was asked about racism, which is what is that? Sounds like somebody's opening something. I'm dead. I'm hungry. What do you want from me? <laughs> you, if you're going to open a package. Sorry, Dark man. Gone, you. Okay. So, so, anyway, um, she says, I wouldn't say I had experienced it, but honestly, with my ability and my way of work, if I were blonde hair and blue eyed, I would probably still be on TV now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and she goes on to say, if I if I wasn't in the in the company, I would be part of the company. If she, you know, if she was, if she had blonde hair and blue eyes, <clears throat> because right now this? today, huh? Yeah, she oh, said this. Congo Kong. She says. Okay. She says, who? No, Jazz said this. She says mm. because right now today, I still have no clue of why I was released. I'm champion one day and released the next day. Um. She also says I don't think they know how to market African Americans. 
I was no. a champion, and I never had an action figure. They did the screening and scanning and said my action figure is in high demand, and I never saw it. No, we didn't. Not once. Yep. Yep. No. You know, and that, and she's, she's, yeah, you know, her and uh, her husband, Rodney Mack, are uh, two really great people. <clears throat> but um, it was, it was funny when, when I worked with her, was working with a uh, promotion out on the south side of Chicago. And um, the ring started to, the wood started separating all of that before, um, she came on and she was in the main event <clears throat> and I'm looking, you know, and I'm walking around the ring feeling the boards separating. I'm thinking, Oh God, we're in trouble. She walks in, she sees the look on my face. She starts feeling the boards with her feet. She comes up to me, looks at me and she goes, we're going to die in here. Oh my God. And I honestly believed her. We we took we actually just to save to save ourselves and save the risk of anything happening. We basically what we have what we had worked out beforehand. We tossed it completely out the window. Worked worked most of the match out on the outside on the floor, and then and then did a quick finish in the ring. So, you know, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, it's one, it's, it's one of two times that I've ever really worked with a ring that was that bad that I feared for my personal safety. That is, um, that's frightening. It is. It is. I mean, you know, when Sean and I have uh, sat here on these airwaves and we have talked about unsafe rings, you know, I can tell you from personal first-hand experience. I mean, uh, I did, uh, I was on a card where um, during a tag match with Public Enemy, one of the boards broke right before the main event, which was a cage match with King Kong Bundy. And so it was like, okay, guys, we're going to have to kind of keep everything over to this side of the ring and just be real careful because I mean, we've had one board break. I don't want to have any yeah. more break and have you know, collapse right in the middle of the match or we're all going to be hurt. Fortunately, it didn't, fortunately it didn't happen. Um, but, uh, Well, and and Big Foley is high on Elias. Oh God! He, him on Twitter, future WWE champion. Oh God! Help us all. WWE stands for puke on Elias. On Elias. There's no use for him whatsoever You know what other word you can spell with WWE? What? Ew 
Ew. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brandy. Well, no. Well, Tomatonga only spelled it E W. <laughs> he didn't have the. Um, you know, I talked about one of the worst rings that I had ever witnessed in my life. I bumped in it, and it was fine for somebody of my size. But you get three or four, 450, 350, 300 pounders in that ring, and it was a wooden frame ring. And this is my problem with wooden frame rings. They're not oh, reliable. Geez. They're not reliable. And Big Daddy had one at his very first show. First show I worked for Big Daddy. One side of the frame completely split. They held it up with center blocks. And the show went on. It was Big Daddy versus Sin and a fans bring the weapons main event. Oh, shit. And Big Daddy's knees gave out. Like seven minutes into the match, we had a fucking twenty-minute match planned, and his fucking knees give out. Oh, I was pissed. I was pissed. Mm. I brought Benito in, fucking booked Benito, booked a couple other people from Wicked, like Machine and J.T. Simmons, and oh yeah, that ring. Fucking J.T. ran the ropes earlier in the day and broke the bottom cable. Don't ask me how J.T. Simmons did that, Steve, because you know the size of J.T. Simmons. Oh, my He's God. He's about as big as me. So, yeah. he broke the bottom cable. How the fuck does a guy that's 160 pounds soaking <clears throat> wet break your bottom cable? Uh-huh. Your bottom cable should be able to withstand about 500 pounds of pressure. You say so? Uh, that's what it is. Steve, am I right or wrong? About 500 pounds no. is what those ropes can take. Exactly. Exactly. That is that is why, if anybody remembers, one of the times that Yokozuna went up for the bonsai drop, the rope snapped. Yep. Yep. No. They're not... They're not... And you got to think, too... WWE doesn't use the cable ropes. They were using the polyurethane rope. Yep. That's another reason it broke on Yoko. If they had cable ropes, it might not have broke. Cable ropes? Yeah. We've talked about this. Cable (laughs) ropes are the way to go. They will keep you safe. They will last forever. Uh, Not forever, because you do want to replace them every now and again. They do get bent out of shape. Um, But... You definitely, cable rope is the only way that I like it. We had real yeah. rope at our last show, and I didn't care for it. Um, I don't blame you. Uh, I, I no. was scared when the 350-pound Chris Kennedy got on the second rope. I thought the damn thing was going to snap. I looked to see yep. it, and I said, if that rope doesn't snap, I'm going to be surprised. Yeah. It, I, I just don't like them. I do not like them. I think that is why Midwest. I, I think that is why Joey Grunge has moved over to the cable ropes because they've got. If you've got bigger guys that are going to be doing shit off those ropes, they need to have the tension behind them to hold up. Um, and that's that's just the way it is. 
if you're not going to use cable ropes, if you have the personal preference of polyurethane rope, that's that's good for you. But nine times out of ten, every indie promotion you're going to go to is going to have cable ropes. Mm-hmm. Because the polyurethane ropes have just become available within the last couple of years on the independent level, unless you make them yourself. You've only been able to get those ropes from high spots for the, from the past couple years. They weren't always available. And if you buy a brand new ring, you get your choice of ropes. And I'm telling you, if you're a promoter that's thinking about buying a new ring and you're thinking about going to the polyurethane rope, please don't. Stick with your cable rope. It's, what, it's what's going to keep your talent safe. It's what's going to keep your ass safe. You know, it's it's the way to go. Um, and for the love of God, people, if you're a bigger company and you're drawing and making money, there are companies out there that will do custom canvases and custom ring aprons or ring skirts and custom turnbuckle pads and custom uh, things that you can put over the actual posts. So it looks pretty. Spend money in your product. Make it look good. Make it look more appealing. Spend money on lights. Get lights to highlight the ring. I mean, it's not not that hard. It takes money. But if you're making money, these are things that you should be spending it on. Improvements in the company overall. If you have a board that's broke, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, uh-huh. go ahead and go ahead and talk about this because, yeah, see, that's why I don't like boards. I don't like boards. I have always been one the with the for the plywood for the plywood sheet. Let me tell you the, the first, first ring, ring. I the first ring I worked in with uh, Windy City Wrestling. There was it was six plywood sheets. You know, three sections. Um, they, they, they had. There was a. There was a. Uh, um, a spot uh, for them to for them to slide into on the center pole of the of the ring frame, and that, and then from there came the came the padding, and then the and then the canvas top. Probably the safest constructed best ring that I ever that I ever worked in. Sounds like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you, Steve, because the best ring that I ever saw constructed had a middle frame a middle frame piece that locked into place, and in this middle frame piece, you locked your running boards into place with pins, and then over okay. those running boards. Over those running boards was a layer of thin, not really heavy plywood, heavy enough, but not heavy plywood, then the foam padding, then the canvas. And let me tell okay. you, I watched Bam Bam Bigelow in that ring. I watched Machine come off the top rope in that ring. Yes, did Machine break some of the bottom boards? You bet your sweet ass he did. But those were a lot easier to replace than a whole section of plywood. Of the treated okay, plywood. Okay. Because okay, they didn't see, use I, the see, untreated plywood. Okay, see, I, 
this thing. That's why I just I don't like individual boards because individual boards cracking, it's too hard to it's too hard to replace them, and that. Well, and they individual and individual boards are never flat. With a with a ply with a you know, with a with a sheet plywood, and that um, done up in like a uh, um, a three by nine section, or you know, or well, let's see, or five by five by nine section, whatever whatever it is to divide up into eighteen feet, um, just just works out magnificently, and that. Um, when when Tim when Tim Lyle bought his bought his ring, I said Tim, don't don't use the don't use the individual boards because it's not it's not a it's not a safe sturdy thing. And I convinced him. We actually, in fact, we actually did doubled up plywood sheets. We he took he took and made two sections. And glued them together, and that worked so magnificently well. Um, uh, that can be done. Uh, he didn't do that on his last recent ring that he sold, Jimmy Smooth. He was just using running boards. Kometz's uh, ring was actually the HDWA ring was actually pretty solid. Um, okay. That had plywood and running boards. It needed okay. more padding than anything else. Uh, it didn't need yeah. all that. It, it needed all that wood to be able to sustain somebody like Beast in there, but right. um, it needed more padding. There were a lot, and, and it needed yeah. a new set of turnbuckles. Those ropes needed to be totally stripped of that turnbuckle that was made out of duct tape and oh. put real Lawler Lawler ring. Yeah. And put some uh, real turnbuckles on that bitch because there were a lot of people that were complaining. I was one of those people because I was only 175 pounds. You get slammed into that at full force by somebody beast size, it doesn't feel very pleasant. Right, right. Um, exactly. You know. Exactly. That's, well, like, that's I, the like thing. I said when I when I inter- when uh, we did the interview with Bill, um, you know. When I when I did that with Abyss, it was yeah, it was a uh, you know it was those it was those duct tape rings and that, and it was definitely oh real good. Um, so well, okay, and so, those uh, rings those rings uh, are still around, believe it or not. Uh, there's one of those sitting in Peoria. I don't know if Ian Rotten ever came back to Illinois to get it, but I believe it's the original IWA Mid-South ring that he got from somebody down in Louisville uh, that they actually took the boards and took a metal plate and took four boards and took this metal plate and put this metal plate on four boards to hold them together. Yeah, okay. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that ring, I don't know whatever happened to it. The shape of it was not very good. Um, yeah. It worked, but it wasn't, it didn't look safe. I mean, it was held together with duct tape. And when I saw that, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, this is, 
This is lovely. This makes me want to put somebody like Congo Kong in this ring. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I just, I don't understand how promoters that don't have safe rings can book a guy of that size and go, oh, it'll be okay. You have a huge fucking crater in your ring now. What are you going to do for your main event? The main event is who, who can put the other one in the crater first. That's the main event now. <laughs> yeah. That's horrid. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All right. Um, Sammy Callahan oh, fuck. Is, is at it again. He's calling out He's calling out Chris Jericho Oh that's a And challenging him To a match On The On the Jericho cruise Um, Lovely So um, And uh and and some of the and of course some of the matches on on that uh, on that cruise are going to include uh, um, the Young Bucks uh, against uh, LAX and then the Bucks of Jericho. The Bucks of Jericho. In which Jericho in which Jericho is going to join them against the Bullet Club made up of. Kenny Omega, Marty Skrull, and Cody Rhodes. Oh. And, and Skrull is already scheduled to wrestle Callahan on the cruise. Well, that'll be interesting. That'll be awesome. Yeah. And so, don't forget, folks, so October 15. That, uh, that could mean that Jericho will maybe be at Bound for Glory. I can see it. So, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I forgot to refresh. I mean, you had, I mean, you had Jericho, uh, Calling out Kenny Omega at All In for the cruise, so you know we're gonna have to. Now there's some interesting stuff on that's gonna happen. So, all right. Well, guys, I think we pretty much covered it all. Um, yeah. We finally did Cap on SmackDown Live. Um, don't forget this Sunday is the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Can't so, wait. Yep, yep. And, and so, don't forget, uh, don't forget, Halloween is almost upon us tonight. American mm-hmm. Horror Story Apocalypse. American Horror Story Apocalypse. Which is the crossover between Coven and Murder House. Oh, I have to look at that. <laughs> see, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this has been Wrestling Authority Radio. Make sure you join us this 
Tuesday night for a very special edition of Wrestling Authority Radio with the author of Death of the Territories, Tim Hornbaker. And be sure to be with us as we are giving away a free copy of his book, courtesy of ECW Press. And obviously next Wednesday, it's the world's most dangerous announcer, Gary Michael Capetta, and it's Berwyn Championship Wrestling. It's going to be a great night next Wednesday night. It won't be like tonight where we're just flying off the handle. But sometimes these nights have to be done because we get a lot of stuff on our chest that we just got to get off. So, yep, I leave I you with that. that. I leave you with that. And um, I want to wish everybody a happy weekend. It's going to be a good weekend this weekend. Uh, we don't have Friday the 13th. We have Friday the 14th this week. Yep. So, make sure you yep. go out and do something. Here's here's what I'd like to see. i like to see somebody go out and do. That's not as, that's not as cool. Well, it can be. Yeah. Go out and do something that you would do when you were 14. Yeah. Hit an independent show this weekend if there's no. I'm going to go out and smoke a. I'm going to go out and smoke a joint, smoke some hash, take take off during during lunchtime and. <laughs> ride motorcycles. <laughs> I don't know. Visit bikers' clubhouses. <laughs> Uh, don't, you for- do <laughs> don't forget uh, Anniversary is October 2nd And October 3rd We'd like to thank you all for joining us Over the past five years This has been a 2018 Rampage production Brought to you courtesy of Myself, Sadistic Sean David The Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane And Chaotic Katie We thank you for joining Me. us Good night everybody Good night don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Good night, folks. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time.
Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.